Hey everybody, you're about to listen to episode 18. We talk about that gap between Thanksgiving and Christmas break. What do you do during that time? How do we plan for the end of that, knowing that it's near the end of the semester? And then coming out of break, how do we plan for if you're starting a new semester or if you're just winding down the end of the semester, getting ready for semester tests? We give some tips to new teachers and and how to work with that and um, how are you going to plan for that? So we hope you enjoy this episode. We will see you later. Please get a hold of us, talk to us, reach out, let us know what your thoughts are, whether you like it, whether you hate it. Um, we just love to communicate and connect as educators. Thanks. Hope you enjoy the episode. Welcome to Belly Up to the Blackboard, a podcast focused on the reality of teaching and other musings from and about professionals, hosted by Chris Munn and Justin Russell. What's up, buddy? Hey, man. Do you do you ever wonder, like, how we should open this up? Like, is it one of those, like, hoorah type deals as soon as the little intro ends? No. Like, you're like, hey, I, did, I am shutting our humidifier <laughs> off, though. Hold on. Yeah, that's pretty noisy. Yes. I don't know. Sometimes I wonder if it should be, like, you know, like, fight night. <laughs> <laughs> and now. yeah you know just have that you know what's his name michael uh there's oh, a couple nice. buffers yeah buffer yeah michael and bruce yeah yeah. <clears throat> yeah that's better that's quieter it's a little bit awesome buddy all right so uh hey well on we, to that segment huh yeah so we, oh, i'm yeah. drinking woodford reserve double oaked nice yeah, yeah i started out with that one that we got in kansas city um Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Not Stonebreaker, but... Uh, oh, uh, da, 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 da. Goalie Town. Yeah, Goalie Town. That place was pretty cool. Yeah. Restless they're... Spirits? Oh, I'm drinking Stonebreaker right now. You're drinking Stonebreaker right now. Yeah. Yeah, uh, tr- 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 yeah Restless Spirits. That's a great little place down there. It's a wonderful their place. Gin's a, their gin is probably the best, other than Mulberry Gin from... Uh... Oh, crap. It's the place out in... No, I don't I want to drink anything from crap. From crap, No. <laughs> Shoot. I'm sure that distillery is loving that free press right now. I know, right? Because <laughs> you can't think of it. Ellis will tell. I can't remember what yeah. it is. It's down in Osceola. Come that on. help me. Try a blank, man. Nah, I know. Anyway, I Revelton. Thank God. Jesus. Yeah. Revelton. Yeah, Revelton. That's it. They have a really good mulberry gin. They do. Anyway, yeah, so I'm drinking the Stonebreaker. Yeah, it's it's good. It's a nice blend. Um, that distillery, if anybody has a chance, definitely visit it. Kansas City. It's a great time. It's a little family-owned place. Yeah, yeah, so, it's a, I really like it. It's down in an industrial um, district or whatever, old warehouse. So. Take a scooter down there. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, good memories. Yeah. Hey, how's your uh, week? Man, you know what? It, uh, this is the first week for those of you who uh, are the same way, this first week off of Thanksgiving break. Um, you know how that week works. It's kind of takes you about three days to get all the kids or students back to normal or back to our normal routines yeah. and kind of expectations and then... After that, you know how it is. The week abruptly ends, and we're ready to go. So, that's true. How about I, you, uh, man? Well, I had a three-day week. What would you call it? Two and a half, maybe oh, two and three quarters. Yeah. Uh, so Wednesday, we had to go pick up, or I had to go pick up our daughter because um, she was sick. Had a temp. Not Chris and not I's our daughter. daughter. Yeah, not our daughter. My wife and yeah, I. Yeah. Anyway, my daughter had to go pick her up from school because uh, she had a temp. So of course we get home and she's fine. So it was a slight temp. It was like 100.1. Yeah. 
So <clears throat> did that. So I had to stay home the rest of Wednesday, which was mm-hmm. it was only an hour or two. And then, of yeah. course, any temp over 100, you have to stay oh, 24 hours, fever-free yeah. or whatever. So yeah. stayed home Thursday, mm-hmm. and she was fine. So we got some running done, and then uh, yeah. we had to go pick up my son because his throat <laughs> hurt, and he had a temp. <laughs> <clears throat> so he had to stay Friday or Thursday and Friday. So we sent Claire back Friday, yeah. and then uh, – I had to go pick her up because she had a fever again. But there's been so. a few times where your son has had uh, some strep or right. Like, I mean, he's had like sore throat. This time of year, sore throat type of stuff is pretty, yeah, yeah, pretty. But no, anyway. I uh, I was talking to somebody the other day, and you'll have some uh, uh, some kind of perspective on this too. Like your kid has a hundred point three, you know, temp or a hundred and one. Yeah. And they're acting fine. There's no runny nose, and you're like, geez, do I need to? Am I going to be one of those parents? Like, I. I don't want them to stay home, right? (laughs) But you know they got sick from another kid whose parents did the same thing. They sent them because they they were sick, runny nose, all that. And you're just like, gosh, I should keep them home, but I, and and, you know, but. But that's the best day, though, I think, because like, um, they're fine. Yeah. You can do whatever you, you know, you have to stay home that extra day because of the temp. Yep. But uh, then you can, like, we ran and get got some Christmas shopping stuff done, and but you had to stay home. And like for us, mm-hmm. you know, my wife doesn't have a ton of sick time, so I always have to use ours, right. <clears throat> family sick time and things like that. So yeah. I I think that's the best time when they're like yeah. it's a slight temp where they have to stay home, yep. but they're feeling fine. They're yep. not getting sick or anything like that. Yep. It's you know it's almost like a, a built in day off when. Mm-hmm. But again, like we sent her back after that day off, and then she came back with another. Well, you're not one of those parents, though, either, where, you know, your kid wakes up and goes, my tummy hurts, and you go, okay, you can stay home. Like, you're like, well, we're going to send you, the nurse sends you home, the nurse sends you home, right? Like, it's not a common thing. But I could imagine being a a single parent wage worker, right? Like, that is a tough call, isn't it? Like, you know, um, because you have to get it. Yeah. You can't send them to daycare. No. They have to be at home. Right. Unless you live by family and things like that, you have to. I just you gotta stay home, and then you're losing that those hours, those which, hours. which is tough. And I understand that perspective too. So, like, I and I don't know what the answer is, and that's probably another podcast. But yeah, I just um, I understand that p- fact. But as a parent, you know, as a two parent home, you know, that's always the funny thing. And like you said, it's it's a, can, it's nice that uh, we have the ability, right, to to say, yep, I can stay home. And yeah, uh, it's we, you know, being on salary like that and having family sick days and things like that. Um, it is really nice, yeah. but, uh, like you said, if it, whether, you know, if it's single parent household or if let's say both parents are on, on hourly wages, yeah, you know, one of them is going to miss out, Yeah, which makes it tough. Yeah. So we're pretty lucky in that aspect. Kids, yeah. how are your kids healthy? Yeah. This is the time to get sick, you know? Oh, they're at the goofy, they're at that goofy phase, man. So two and six, is it? Yeah. So, you know, they're at that phase where my oldest, my daughter, she's at that age where she is becoming more confident about who she is yeah, and more set in her ways, obviously. <laughs> and uh, the youngest one is still trying to identify what, what he is and uh, isn't and trying to figure out all that. So it's a fun age. But uh, no, other than that, I appreciate asking, man. No, things are good. The week's good for good. you, it sounds like. We'll yeah. kind of move on through the weekend. But hey, one thing I was, I've was i been thinking of, um, we are at that uh, kind of final countdown till Christmas break. Yep. What are some things that uh, you know routinely come <clears> up <throat> between now and then? And uh, what are some things that you set up kind of in advance for knowing after Christmas break's coming up? 
Um, what I like to do is to set up for after Christmas break. A lot of times during the week of Christmas break, you know, you have that time between Christmas break and thanks or, um, um, New Year's Eve. There'll be a time where, especially if it's snow and it's cold out, I'll run the kids up to the school and they can play basketball inside and things like that while I plan for that next, um, you know, after, after break comes or after breaks over, because we still have that week of semester. Now my classes semester doesn't really matter because they go, you know, year long, but, um, just so you can kind of plan for that next couple weeks. And and it is a day off a break, but being able to take the family and things like that, it makes it easier, you know? And Oh, absolutely. When it's cold or snowing and you're kind of like uh, cabin fever, cabin fever, excuse me. Um, it's nice to get out and do that. So, well, the nice thing is the kids can bring whatever they got for Christmas, right? Yep. And, uh, you can get some work and it's just like being at home, but you know, it's hard working from the house. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, it'll be nice once we move and we have a designated office. Yeah. Um, that'll be really nice and get a couple monitors cause you know, we have two monitors at school, which makes it so much easier. So not, you only having one at, at home. It's just, it's almost easier to go to school. So yeah. <clears throat> we'll plan it. Um, well, it's, you know, but that'll be in like March or whatever. So, yeah, but someone from somebody coming from somebody who does have an office, who's had an office for several years. I don't know, man. Like I, I just hate that idea. And, and those of you who are teachers out there listening or, uh, listeners out there, give your, give us your perspective at our, you know, email or online and all that fun stuff. But I, I just, the older I get and the more I'm professional, the more I hate work from home. I hate spending my personal money on stuff that I could be doing at work, right? Yeah. And I I have really become intentional about making that a dividing line. Like I I work from home is very minimal anymore. Like, so so what do you yeah. do? Like when you say the you know, spending money personal money for things at school. What do you like? What? Well, like a great example is just the laptop type thing, right? Like, so before schools used to give us a laptop, you know, I had went out and bought a computer for personal use. And then, uh, you know, I'm like, well, you know, here's the weekend. I don't want to go into the office. Right. Yeah. So I'll do some work from home. But then I realized like I spent $1,200 on this PC for personal use. And then here I am spending most of my time, 90% of my time doing work right yeah and uh you know the the irs only gives you 250 back as a write-off for that yeah they adjusted that what a couple years ago a little bit but still not enough and again that's probably another podcast but no i uh here's my thing and this is my personal belief like i hate buying dress clothes too like i hate buying clothes for work yeah because i know i'm gonna go there i'm gonna be walking around like the other day I put 15,000 steps in because I walked five laps around the building looking for one kid who after the first lap I found out was back in my class where they needed to be like you so know like, you took four yeah. extra <laughs> I took four extra laps looking for a kid like I <clears throat> like and to me that's like that's wear and tear on shoes that's yeah you know and shoes aren't cheap but uh no yeah. and you <laughs> yeah you know, for me, they're not. They are because I'm about the kids section. I was gonna say you're buying kids shoes. I don't but, care. Um, I mean, kids dress shoes are probably pretty, pretty expensive. Well, they're getting to be. Um, that's where it's like it is nice. I will say, uh, with you know the new administration is, and, and it's for me. You still dress up, which is good for you. But like, we we can have a choice to wear jeans every day or yeah. like dress shorts. Yeah. So it's stuff I'm going to wear outside of school. You know, I got my, right. my coaching yeah. uh, shirts and things like that and, right. and hoodies and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I wear that almost 
all the time. So it's not as much of a difference as it used to be. Like I bought four or five pairs of pants from Under Armour, like dress pants, nice Mm -hmm. pants, you know, um, that year before we switched administrations. And then when they announced that (laughs) jeans every day, I'm like, awesome. I got like now. (laughs) I know you were super excited about that. Ten (laughs) ten pairs of dress pants that I don't use. They're just sitting in the closet. Well, they can be used for, you know, fancy occasions. Yes, Uh, all the fancy occasions (laughs) I I go to. So before you leave for our our new teachers who are listeners, so before you leave for Christmas break, have you kind of developed like, whether it's written down or in your mind, like two or three things that you normally want to get done before you leave for break. Um, yeah. And I was thinking about this the other day cause I've been gone for two days, so it's hard to get move forward on things. And, um, we're getting close to getting a unit done. Yeah. Um, it all depends on how difficult it is for my kids. Cause oh, yeah. you know, so I want to get that unit done so we can get that test done before break starts. Yeah. yeah you yeah, know, cause yeah. I, I hate, having a test after break or an assessment. So, um, but that's all going to depend on how one, how well I teach the lesson to how well they comprehend it because it could take two days because we usually take two days with my kids for a lesson or it could take three if like they're stuck on one thing for the full period. So my goal is to get that done and move into the next lesson before break. Yeah. And that's usually about a a yearly goal, but it all depends with each class I have, you know, Um, you know, update probes. I want to get those done before break. Yeah, absolutely. Make sure we're getting, because you're going to progress monitoring for for most of you, but probably what you know it as. Yes. For special ed, you know, probes Um, or progress monitoring. Mm -hmm. Like you said, make sure that's all updated, grades updated. Yeah. Uh, Stuff like that. How many times I've got to tell a kid, yeah. no, we're not watching a movie today. It's not even close to Christmas break. <laughs> yeah, we still, it's, we still have like 30 days before that happens. Like, <laughs> Some kids have checked out, I think, and already. Yeah, so. They checked out. They have senioritis <laughs> early. Um, no, I, I, I was, appreciate you bringing that up because, you know, we've changed over the years. Wouldn't you agree? Used to, there was some years where the semester ended before Christmas break. Yep. And we used to give that semester exam before we left. Yeah. I kind of like that and give your opinion too, but I like that just because it was a clean break, right? Like yes. You're gone for two and a half weeks. Everything's done. When you come back, you start a new schedule, new semester, possibly new teachers. Um, yeah, if you have to. That's- yeah, there was some merit to it. But I do, I do find there's benefit in, since we're doing SRG or standards reference grading, uh, not ending the semester until about a week after yeah. we come back from break. You didn't put my phone on airplane mode, did you? No. It's dinging. Oh, my I gosh. He's so popular, everybody. Well, hopefully this is our listeners, like, texting you being like, hey, I, I get that. I doubt it. Because <laughs> this isn't a live show. Our five people. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not live. So, um, sorry. But, yeah, I like the clean break. I yeah, did like that uh, before yeah. Yeah. Um, just because, like you said, you get it done, then you start fresh. Yeah. You know, now it's... You know what? We have a week. We can about a week. Yeah, I think like we that. come back on the third. Well, kids, students come back on the fourth, and then um, yeah, it's the ninth is yeah. the last day of the semester. But if you're in a semester long class, you have technically eight. Was it thirty six weeks or a year long class? You have thirty six thirty six weeks thirty six yeah. weeks to complete the entire load. But I just I don't know, man. Like I couldn't imagine. Although. I say that, but you and I, you would agree to this. I don't think I was mature enough to realize with standards reference grading, like the possibility to graduate early is so much easier or better. That and well, and that's where I liked one of the things I liked about um, when we did uh, what do you call it? Blocks. Blocks yeah, later. yeah. Now, for me as a teacher, I didn't have any blocks. All mine were broken up. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I could see how it could be a pain for some teachers having 90 minutes with a kid that could be a prick in your room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like you could do, you could get two math classes done in a year. So I think for those kids that are, you know, really motivated, that was a good idea. And standard reference grading, the only thing I, that I don't see happening and I don't know if it can happen Mm -hmm. is if a kid can test out right away. You know what I mean? Like take yeah. the, the end of it. Um, yeah. And maybe that's because. Well, that they can take about, a prescriptive test, right? Like, and well, just I, know. I would yeah. think so. Other than like on online courses. Right. Right. In a classroom, I don't think you can do that. No. Yeah. And maybe yeah. as we get through this, you'll be able to. Yep. Because how, you know, if a kid's able to test out of a class. Yep. In that first day or two. Mm-hmm. Why not be able to do that? And I think that's where standard reference grading should be able to go well and you know malcolm gladwell talks about that and i've I brought this up before but he talks about like just eliminating grades because grades is grades are arbitrary grade grade levels i should say yes are arbitrary based on age right and the idea that school should actually just function as a way of leveling so as soon as you're done with a bunch or grouping of specific expectations or whatever you should move to a different level Agreed. when that's higher yeah. And I, I, that's why I like about SRG, but I, I was thinking about this the other day, like, again, I don't think I was mature enough, but if we had SRG, you could have gamed this system pretty easily by doing the first semester as a district, you could have said, all of our students are going to be required to take math in language arts first semester. Yeah. And the reason is because you could have moved your your state testing to second semester. Yeah, that's true. And so all of your students would have got a year's worth of math and block schedule and language arts done before they took their state testing exam. And I'm sure there's going to be proponents out there that say, you know, that's unethical or whatever. But in thinking of how to best position students in your staff. I don't know. I, I, I think that's a good debate and please weigh in listeners on any of that, but it's just odd how that all works. But no, I, um, I think we're in a good position. I think a week after that gives a kids a good way. Now, do you know, what do you think the danger is of having a week before the semester ends, as we come back, right? What do you think the danger of that is? Well, I, th- well, with a, with our SRG, like it's supposed to be two weeks. This is what I'm thinking about right now. It's two weeks to the end of the semester that everything old should be due. Yeah, yeah, right. So that's before break, and that's our policy. That's not SRG. Yeah, best that's practice our policy, or anything, but Correct. that's our policy. Yeah, um, our policy using SRG, right? Um, the, what I'm going to see, and I'm. I would put money on this, you know, if we could bet on it. I don't know what the odds would be. Is how <laughs> many take, kids? I'll take your bet right now if you want. I'll be the house. <laughs> that last week, when we come back, you know, they're at home with their parents, checking grades, whatever. If they do, yep. and how many are going to come back? Like, I need to get this done. What do I need to do to pass? Or they're going to bring back fifteen assess- tasks, right? Yeah. Or. or- or tasks Mastery. that are needed to retest, right? Like they Correct. know there's a process to retest. I have to do all these tasks before I can retest. And they're going to come to a teacher and go, here's 15 things. I need it done by tonight. Yeah. Can you check this? <laughs> yes. Because it happens. Yeah. Yeah. So then the question, now I, there's some leeway with teachers. It, we say two weeks, but some teachers 
a lot longer, yeah. like, you know, mm-hmm. a week or whatever it may be. But how many times, yeah, kids are don't do it all semester, and all of a sudden they turn in, hey, can you check this by tonight? I yeah. got a game. Yeah. Yeah. My coach says I can't oh, play yeah. that. <laughs> I've had that. Yes, yeah. Yes. Like kids, not like kids I've coached, not right. kids in my class, but like, can, can you check this tonight? I'm an, I'm ineligible. Or can, I'm like, hey, you turned it in late. Yeah. If that teacher didn't do it right now, yeah. it's on their, you know, it's, yep. it's their timetable because you took so long. Yep. So what I hear you saying is probably for our new staff and even You're veteran. sounding like administration. What I good, hear is. <laughs> what I hear, well, this is the cognitive coaching piece, which I never took the training, but, you know, it's just good anyway. conversation. Anyhow, um, what, what, what I'm hearing, and correct me if I'm wrong, but you're saying a good practice is starting the beginning of December, knowing that Christmas break's coming up, is to remind students that, hey, we only have a week after Christmas break, which means I'm not accepting any yeah. late work. Or maybe you are. Maybe you're saying, hey, I'm only going to accept late work on the day we come back. There you go. So I, I yeah. think whatever it is, you're saying, you're like, just make sure that students, you're saying that like every day, yes. right? Because students, you can't tell them once. No. And you no, can't no. tell parents once. Like, no. um, yeah, it yeah. was in an email. Yeah. 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 No kidding. No, I think that's a good idea. And I, I'm hoping, and I don't know, cause I've been gone for a couple of days, but of teachers saying, Hey, this is due by Christmas break yeah. because when you come back, it's only a week. And yep. our policy is mm-hmm. two yep. weeks. Yep. Now. Yeah. And I think we're not saying like you said, a hard, fast rule and best practice, but I think the other thing is to set boundaries as well. So if you're somebody who knows for your own mental health, yeah or that you have a second job over that Christmas break, or you're super busy because you're focused on family during that time, which you should be, right? Yeah. I think you make that clear to students like, hey, I am not checking email over break, right? Yeah. Or if you want to do some work and you submit on, on Schoology or what's whatever platform yep. everybody uses, I'm not checking that until I come back, right? Like, I think you got to make that clear. And it's not... It's not like the legal piece of that, but I think it's setting that that president that, right? that, expectation, that expectation, right? You um, might want to check your phone. It might be our poker game. It might be. Huh? Um, yeah, look at it blowing up. Jeez, um, yeah. So, and there's times we go above and beyond. Now, I'm not trying to pat myself on the back. <laughs> yeah, you are. I am. <laughs> but like, we've got a kid that he's a, you know, he's a, he was a senior last year, didn't meet the expectations for graduation or requirements, and he's a full time worker now. So tomorrow's Sunday. I'm going to go up at the high school, 9 a.m., have him come in because he's trying to get it done through online courses, but he's got to be at school to do the tests, right? So my plan is to meet him at 9 a.m. tomorrow right, on a Sunday to get that stuff done. And the other thing now, is you knew you'd been gone too, right? Like So that was the extra. You're like, hey, I've been gone. I understand that. You want to get this done. Well, not e- Let's, yeah. It's honestly not even that because he worked full-time Monday through Friday. The only oh. times we can meet are Saturdays and Sundays. Yep. Yep. The nice thing is, like, while he's doing that, I'll have some stuff I can get done, yeah. right, in my room and things like that. Yep. Maybe put together the podcast, I don't know, right. cut video. Mm-hmm. But anyway, <laughs> um, it's one of those things that's it's, it's an extra thing Yeah. that, and honestly, the kid's a nice kid. Now, yes. if he was an asshole, yeah. I'd probably be like, mm. you got to come in during the week. I'm I'm not spending extra time. Uh, yeah. But we bend over backwards, even for kids that, are like, have been right. rude, you yeah. know. Well, but, but what you're alluding to is the fact that it's a 
a part of our job everyone keeps talking about is those soft skills, right? Mm-hmm. And we have to teach kids that there's a specific way to get something, right? Like you can't be like and we would agree, you can't be an asshole 100 percent of the time and expect the world to cater to you. Correct. Because that's not how it works. Yes. Um but now, we're not gonna be an asshole back. No. But we're not gonna be nice. No. Like we're not we're not gonna right. do extra. But again, it goes back to the boundaries and expectations. You're yes. telling that student that, hey, I'm willing to do one thousand percent extra. Yep. But here is what I have to have you do, right? The success criteria if you yes. want to say that. But here is what I have to have you do. And if you're not willing to do that, that's fine. Yeah. That's your choice. I, I'm okay with that. But I'm not going to give them a thousand percent extra. Yeah, exactly. Yes. yes. I- unless you're willing to do X. And I think that's a lost art because you would, and you would agree, it is a, it's a science and an art, right? Yep. It's not about playing favorites. It literally is about here is my line. And if you're willing to meet me there, then I'm willing to do 10 times what you are. Exactly. Um, yeah. Because that's why I did this. That's why I became a teacher. Yes. Right. And there's, um, there's times where I think to myself, I'm not going to work any harder than this kid. Mm-hmm. And I hate saying that, but like when you put forth effort, put forth mm-hmm. effort, yeah. and then the kid just continues to like, yeah, not literally, but figuratively spit in your face, right. or it's like you know whatever, <laughs> give you the middle finger. Yep. It's like okay, I'm only going to do what you're going to do. Right. I'm not going to put forth that. Now there's kids like we're talking about, and this kid I'm working with is you're doing extra, yeah. right? Because yeah. you want the kid to succeed. Yep. You understand like what the kid's going through. Correct. You know. Um, and you've put some other factors in there, yes. Exactly. So, yeah. And and that kind of leads me to, it was a little burn my saddle, and I'm going to, so <laughs> on Facebook, so, and I'm going to bring this up, four-day school week. Yep. Okay. So our school is kind of toying with the idea, and I don't know, it doesn't seem like it's set yet, but it's pretty pretty dang close, I think. The doing, wheels are in motion. Yes, for four-day school week. Mm-hmm. So obviously, it can cause issues with parents such as, where am I going to find um, that daycare or whatever it is, that that, yeah. f- that fifth day, which I 100% agree with. Absolutely. I understand that. Yeah. Um, another one is not – so right now all of our kids, whether they qualify or not, get free or reduced yeah. lunch or free yeah. lunch at yeah. our school, well, right? Breakf- yeah, whatever. Lunch, lunch and breakfast, breakfast, right? Yeah, it yeah. is. Yep. So now with the way we're going to do this, those who don't qualify financially, you know, with their circumstance, whatever, they have to pay for it. Right. Now our kids – my kids, not our kids, my kids <laughs> go to our school. Yes. We won't qualify for free or reduced lunch. Right. Okay. They've gotten it this far because yes. everybody gets it, right? Everybody's getting it. My thought process is we've gotten it this long. Yep. When we didn't really, we didn't need it. Yep. Right. I'm okay with paying for them for lunch because yep. we can afford it. You know, we don't qualify. What yeah. I think a lot, so... And I'm getting to it, what I was, what I, my rant here. Um, so there's some people that are like, well, our teacher contract's going to be amended to pay for four days a week instead of five. Oh, and this is where like, so we're on salary, right? Yeah. Now, two of those four days are professional development. So yeah. we're there. So there's yeah. two days we work less a month, right? Yeah. And, you know, a couple of years ago, you always heard like, Teachers don't get paid enough. We need to pay our teachers more. Or right? you hear the opposite. Teachers get paid way too much because well, they have three months off. Yeah. Now, this is what some parents are asking. Like, our teacher contract is going to get amended because they're working less. Yeah. And it's so hard for me not to comment. You it know? is. Well, it's but, the same uh, thing as COVID. Because remember, many people 
thought that teachers should get paid less because they're not in the building. Yes. yes. So now it's like, okay, correct. There's two days a month. We're not working, but we're working extra every day. Yeah. And do I need to keep track of all the hours I work after contract? Oh my God. I don't yeah. get paid. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. It'd be unreal. Um, and that, cause yeah. I figured one time just with coaching yeah. as an assistant coach, yeah. Um, I think the stipend was like 3000 or something or like that. Right. Yeah. But when you figure out all the stuff you do with coaching game film, yeah. um, camps, all that stuff, phone f- calls, all those, I like figured planning. my hourly yep. and my hourly was 16 cents an hour. It's just insane. So I think huh. that's yep. when it suits them, it is something that parents like to argue for, but yeah. when it doesn't suit them, it's the other side of it. And I, I get it. They're frustrated. Right. But and we teachers are the wrong ones to come after. And the nice thing, though, and I, and correct me if I'm wrong from your perspective, I believe that we have a very good metric to measure that all because not only are we parents, yep, we're also teachers, correct. We're also people that obviously went through school. Um, I hope so. <laughs> well, AI is very we good about there. you know creating things, yeah. um, but. In the same essence, from a teacher standpoint, you and I are able to compartmentalize. And we're able to say from a teaching standpoint, here are the things that we see as beneficial for students. But then from a parent's perspective, we're able to see that, right? And we're able to say, you're right. Daycare or watching those kids during the day. Latchkey kids is a term that has been used for many, many years. That is an issue, right? And we know... That the mental health and the social emotional aspect of students and even parents um, has diminished over the years. And that comes into play as well. But the thing still stands is there has to be something stable, right, and structure. And, And you and I have both seen that students hate having a rigid structure, but it only takes about 30 days for students to realize Mr. Mund is every day asking for our phones. Yes. Every day standing by the bathroom or in the hallway. Every day expects me to come into his classroom and not curse and swear, right? And you see those kids begin to thrive because yep. they know that just because you're having a bad day or you're tired or your kids have griped at you in the morning, you don't change. You Correct. still have those expectations. Yes. And I think that's where, and, and I have probably some empirical data of that, that's where teachers struggle a lot is because from day to day they are drowning, which is a huge issue, but they're drowning so much they're willing to give up specific expectations. They don't want to fight it. To get through the day. Correct. And, it, and I'm not being accusational. I am just stating a fact. Because I've been there too, and you've been there too, yes, right? It's, when but, when but you're we so really beaten, have to like, we really have to be like intentional about that, right? Yeah, you really have to step outside yourself and say, okay, I need to do this. Yes, yeah, because there's times where it's like, oh, man, I for, I don't want to, I don't want to fight over a phone. Yes, or spend the twenty minutes but, to do that right up. Yeah, correct. But if you don't do it today, you'll do it tomorrow. I mean, like you're going to continue that fight, and you're going to hate it every single day. Yes, as opposed to. Yep. Set those expectations. It's like with anything. You have to be an asshole or whatever, not not their friend at yeah. the beginning, and set yeah. those expectations. Once those are set and kids understand this is a rule, yep. it's easier. Oh, absolutely. You know, yep. a lot of 
and young teachers too. I mean, you can't be their friend right away. It's like, so, you know, here's some advice. You have to be, for lack of better terms, a hammer. You have to set the expectations to a point that, and it's going to be a fight and it sucks, but like you have to continue to fight those expectations or fight and set those expectations with kids. Yeah. Eventually they'll get it. If not, yeah, they're probably not going to end up being there later. Yep. But if you just are like, it's such a fight every day. I don't yeah. want to do it. It's going to be that. Yep. All year long. And it's not about fear, right? It is it's just, literally about here are the things that when you're in this setting, here is the rate of return you'll have if you just follow these expectations, right? Yes. Um, and so many, so many times, and I know it's easy as a new teacher, we see that and you new teachers out there comment. If you've had a different experience, Chris, you and I obviously were new teachers at once. Yeah. I, and I think we can both agree. We both fell into a little bit of that. I, I don't want kids to think I'm a dick. (laughs) You know? Yeah. Like I, I agree. Like he, (laughs) but I, I think back then too, it was, kids were a little bit different too. So I think it was one of those things where it's like, okay, I think for me anyways, and I don't know, I, if I could get a time machine and look back, maybe I wasn't, <laughs> but like, I feel like I knew that I have to set these expectations. Yeah. I had more, honestly, I had more energy right now. <laughs> if I was a teacher now, like there's times where it's like, man, I'm just worn out just dealing with <laughs> all hungry. this shit. Right. <laughs> back then I think it was, um, we had the, we we're younger, yeah. right? We understood. And had the time. Yes. Now there's young teachers today. It may not, maybe they didn't have the same, like, um, whether it's professor or whatever it may be, or like mentors yeah. of, Hey, be the hammer now. Yeah. And it's easier as you go. Yeah. And maybe they don't have that. Like now I think about that and just, I'm exhausted some days just fighting expectations. Right. Now it's gotten better. So yeah. it's great. Yeah. But you have to go through, Yeah, you have to get through it. You yeah. have to. And tell me what you think. The thing that you have to keep telling yourself is that doing the tough work now is going to make life easier in that next semester. Oh, hundred, yeah, yeah. Yes, it's, it's it, and it's one of those things that teachers have to just like you have to trust it. Yes, like if you tell a young teacher, yeah, it's gonna suck. Yep, you can't be their friend right now. No. It's not, it's a lot easier to be their friend right now. Yes. But one, they're not going to respect you. No. Two, they're not going to do what you want them to eventually do. No. You know, it's like, come on, you're my friend. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, no, I am not. I have enough friends. I have two. That's plenty. You You know, know, because we all grow up going, you know, once we become a teacher, we go, we want to be so, you know, we may not, we may not admit it or announce it, but in the back of our minds, we want to be somebody's favorite teacher. Yeah. Yes. Yes. The hard part about that is, and I and I wish I would have had a, a, a veteran teacher tell me this when I first started teaching, is you become somebody's favorite teacher because you're stable. Yes. You have consistent expectations and policies. And they can trust you. And it's not trust you because you're their buddy. Yes. Because you're there. Yes. You maybe greet them every day. Yes. You have expectations for yes. them. You want the best for them. Yes. And that doesn't mean like... Yeah. When people say build a relationship, you have to be this very strict, stern person. It really is about if a student comes to you and says, hey, I need your help. It is just like what you do with your own kids. 
you stop what you're doing yep. and you say, is there something that needs to be done immediately or is it something that we can address later? Like yes. you have to assess that. And I, so many times I find, and you've dealt with this before and we've talked about this where a staff member will walk into a bathroom and go, oh, I didn't write them up because it's just, there's four <laughs> kids. There's just so much going on. I don't I have, have so time. much. Yeah, I have enough. I don't have enough time. And it's like, okay, but you can't complain in a week when they're doing the same shit. Exactly. And, that frustrates me. And then not listening to you. Yeah. Like, and again, I've been there before. I'm not saying I'm perfect. You know, I, I literally look up into the sky and go, oh, do I want this fight? And then I think <laughs> you do, you I really do, do yeah. because three days from now, if I don't deal with it now, I'm going to have a bigger fight. <laughs> Correct. It's also the same thing. It depends on like how your head, your mindset is. Cause something like, Oh God, I just don't want to battle with this. And then there's times you're like, you know what? Let's fucking go. Yes. Like <laughs> what, what was I am that? writing the keys of comedy. I wish a motherfucker would. You know, like. <laughs> I mean, it is. It's like, all right, dude, let's roll. I mean, yeah. and not physically fighting. No. Like I'm going to write. You, yep. do, you cross that line. You're written. Up. I had my Wheaties this morning. I had a good night's sleep. Let's I do this. Like, yeah. Um, and, and a couple of things with, we talk about relationships. Yeah. One of them is consistency. Like you oh, said, absolutely. you know, it's having the same teachers there all the time. Yeah. Having the same expectations all the yeah. time. And, uh, w- there's a girl that we both had, um, and she transferred, maybe it was after her sophomore year. She graduated this last year. Yeah. 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 Yep. And another like breaking my arm, pat myself on the back, but she, it was one of the, and like, no, it's a good example. And one of my rules is like, I'm not Facebook friends with kids until they, they graduate. Yeah. Right. But anyway, so we're Facebook friends now. And yeah. it was like, she wouldn't have graduated from another school. Yep. Had we not had that. Now, if it wasn't for me is what she said. Right. It's because I expected good thing, big things out of her. Yes. And there's a tough part with us both being special ed. Yes. Is that, there are some special ed teachers like, oh, these kids are special ed. I got to lower my standards. Yes. Fuck. I'm no. sorry. Fuck that. Like, yes. I have high expectations for my kids. Yep. They can do oh, absolutely. everything everybody else can do. Yes. But you have to push them and be like, you know what? You don't need my help. You no. need to try it first. Yes. Are there times where they need our help? 100%. Absolutely. Right? But like fail first. Yes. And yes. then yeah. I will help you get back to it. But yeah. we can't because it's. When they get out of here, whether they transfer schools or graduate yeah. or whatever it may be, yeah. if we just do everything for a kid, yeah. they are going to fail in life. Well, it's not just that, but we we accept excuses. You know, you and I can both te- think of special ed- uh, teachers, especially kids, and I'm going on a rant too here, or just teachers in general, where within the first couple of weeks, they literally tell a kid... Oh, because you work late at night, overnight, and you're helping support your family. Yeah. Don't worry about doing that assignment. They just lowered the expectation yes. for that kid. Yeah. They they allowed that kid to become a victim. And now that kid, after a couple times of hearing that, they're going to go, because I have a different situation, people don't have as high expectations for me. And so what do they do? They just slink. Now, and they drop and drop. I'm going to put an asterisk by that. I don't expect the kids not to do an assignment, but if there's a kid that I know that like they work every night and that's how part of their family, like they work for their family. It's not for them. It's not for an issue. It's, it's to pay bills and things like that. If there's a day that a kid comes in cause he worked overnight and he sleeps, that, that's different. That's right? different. I yes. still have the expectation of 
Yes. yes. You slept? This is still due. Because it's standards reference. So you still have to meet this expectation, but we're going to put in some things in there that allow you flexibility. Yes. And it's not an everyday thing? No. It may be a one day where like, they're extremely tired. What you get out of them yeah. on an assignment is going to be dog shit. Yeah. Let them, and, and that's part of the- It's not a good example of what they can do. Yes. No. And it's not- um, you're making it easier on them. No. It's that you're being empathetic. And that's part of that relationship building. Now you're still gonna hold them to, like I said, yeah. The assignments still do. It's still do. But maybe tomorrow you don't work and no. you get good night's sleep no. and you're doing twice the work. However, that's a great example of those soft skills that you're teaching because just like you and me, we've had situations where our kid at two AM, three AM get up, get sick. Yep. And we aren't in class, we may not have been able to to provide the work that was needed. But we know there's a deadline. We yes. know that on Tuesday we have whatever cluster, instructional coach, BD, whatever, that we still have to present. It's going to get done. Yeah. But we know that day because of our kid, because of the extenuating circumstances, we just can't do it. And I think that's a skill that students need, right? Like there is flexibility, but there still is a deadline. And so um, with that, uh, obviously we are just kind of going back in circles. But yeah, let's wrap it up because, hey, by the way, how cool is this? (laughs) You can't see it. I'm going to put it on the camera there. Um, And this is from Holiday. Maybe we'll do a video real quick, but... uh, a little I, shameless I found plug. this Christmas deal. And well, and some your neighbor just wandered in, didn't he? <laughs> some weird guy <laughs> off the street. But uh, yeah, so it's Whistle Pig, which I love the Whistle Pig 12. It's yeah. the piggyback 100% rye. Oh, Might my be a little spicy. I don't know. But it's, it's a got little the, bit. It's got the poor snout. So maybe we'll do a video at some point and like, yeah, we're not sponsored by them, but damn, it'd be fun if they sent us some free stuff. Well, that or if they just uh, allowed us to put a little shameless plug in for them, because right. this is a definitely a souvenir kit. Yeah. Now I just need old Elks, uh, Elk head. Oh my or, gosh. Those are hard to find. Yes. All right. Let's wrap this up. We'll, uh, I don't know what we'll talk about next time, but we'll, we'll do it in about a week or so. Well, how about this? Any of you, uh, have some suggestions or recommendations or things you're dying to know as a new teacher or veteran teacher, send us an email. Yeah. Comment on something. Uh, or social media. Get a hold of us. Get a hold of us. Um, I think a couple, I don't know when, but we're going to be interviewing a couple of our former teachers. Yeah. So. But let's do that. Next uh, next time, let's read some emails. And we got to get some first. We got to get some first, he says. Hey, all right. Yeah. We will see you guys later. All right. Take Have care. Have a good night. Thanks for listening. We'd love to hear from you with questions or topic ideas. Send us an email at bellyuptotheblackboardpodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at bellyuppod, on Instagram at bellyuptotheblackboardpodcast, and subscribe to us on your preferred podcast platform. You're sturdy.